So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that most successful agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's competitive real estate environment? That's the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now for the review of the day. All right, I got a five-star review from James Taylor. James Taylor says, a greatly insightful podcast. He says, a great podcast that was introduced to me by Karen Briscoe. I just listened to Pat Hyman and Daniel Ramsey speak about leveraging VAs. Replete with value add and real-time examples of already successful brokers, they brought invaluable tactics to grow any real estate firm. I'm looking forward to tuning in to more episodes. Thanks, Pat. James Taylor. And he puts author of Dominate Real Estate. Nice little plug there, James. I don't mind. I'll have to check out your book. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. All right, Rockstar Nation, I got a great guest. Believe it or not, both of us forgot. This is how long ago he was on. We both forgot. And we thought we were meeting each other for the first time. But then he went out to get some headphones just now. And I'm like, this sounds familiar. I think this guy's been on before. I just looked him up. Episode 49, which is like, uh, you know, I think I might have recorded close to 50 episodes before I even started uh, making them public. But uh, yeah, episode 49. Now we're, you know, 850. So it was 2014. He was the he was a top 30 under 30 back then. and, And he has come so far and i'm so lucky to have him to come back ivan estrada welcome back to real estate rock stars thanks for having me i'm excited it's we're having a little like rekindling of our <laughs> can't believe it's been all this time god we were babies back then we go way back <laughs> why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself so they can get to know you better nice so um, ivan estrada i work at douglas Elliman in beverly hills i've been in the business it's almost going to be nine years uh, born and raised in Los Angeles. Uh, before I got into um, into real estate, I used to be a CPA. So I went to school at USC for business school, accounting and finance. And I did that for about four years, got my CPI li- CPA license and just thought, this really sucks. I cannot continue to do this type of work. This isn't my passion. This isn't my dream. And then I got into real estate and then, you know, got 30 under 30. And it's been, it's been amazing ever since. So, t- so let's talk about your ride here, right? Because, you know, I mean, you know, after you got 30 under 30, so what happened? Well, I started getting a lot of recognition um, and I started getting invited to speak at a lot of events and the videos, which have become kind of like my trademark, people really started logging in, seeing my videos, passing them along. And then I started getting invited to speak at Inman, at The Real Deal, at the National Association of Realtors, California Association of Realtors local associations up and down California, out in Texas, out in Nevada. And what that really did, other than like people were calling me like the video king, 
I really started building my agent to agent referral business, which this year alone, 60% of my business has come from agent to agent referrals. And so that really kind of opened up my eyes to really getting myself out there, visiting my local offices and not just my local offices, also our you know, nationwide offices. And I'm actually going to Dubai in September um, for a big global conference where they have the top 100 agents of the company where we get to network with agents from Hong Kong, from Abu Dhabi, from London, from South Africa. And so really that really opened up the portal for me to really kind of build my brand and take it to the next level. Okay. So this is fascinating. So Douglas Elliman, the company is sending its top 100 agents to Dubai. Yeah. Yeah. So there's uh, there's the top agents of Douglas Elliman nationwide. And then they have the Knight Frank. So Knight Frank is our international global arm of, of Douglas Elliman. And so they're going to put us all together in Dubai. Um, we're going to be staying, I believe, at the Royal Atlantis. And they're going to be showing us different properties. Also, there's going to be a lot of panels. And for me, that's huge because, you know, as I continue growing my business, especially on the luxury end, um, it's really important for me to really get to know some of the big players out in you know, London, per se, or Hong Kong, or Shanghai, or, you know, in India, you know, a lot of these emerging markets that are, you know, creating a lot of wealth, I really need to get to know those agents so that I can become their point of contact whenever they think of Los Angeles real estate. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, and that's great. And I love your story, because I, I, your, your interview is coming back to me now. I remember back then, you, you were just shooting interview, you were just shooting videos and that very few people were even looking at. Yeah, um, the camcorder. With yeah, with a, with a camcorder and, and uh, of other people's listings or just talking about like J-Lo bought a house here and, you know, you hadn't even seen I it. I wasn't selling it. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked, right? Yeah, and here we are five minutes. Five... Make it sometimes, right? <laughs> what, uh, tell me, like, what's your business like today? Like, how, like uh, what's your volume currently in so the last 12 months? the volume months? in the last 12 months, this has been a slower year than Yasp than last but in the last 12 months on my own because I did have a team which we can talk about later now I'm all by myself again I'm going to start rebuilding I'm at 49 million with uh, 29 transactions I'm hoping to do 60 on my own if I can get that team going by the end in the next two to three months I'm hoping to hopefully blast out a hundred but uh, at the moment we're uh, th those are my numbers so what's your ECI we like to call it ego commission income your, your total gross from that 50 million I would say a little bit on the north of a mil. A mil, you know, and what's before, your profit margin? All expensive profit margin in a percentage rate. I would say like a good 80% of that is profit margin. Yeah, no kidding. So, yeah, I'm pretty good on leveraging. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty good on leveraging relationships. And I mean, as an accountant, I'm always looking at costs and what's my return on income on this. And, you know, video for me, I've actually built so many good networks around the video where I can get video for literally next to nothing you know, compared to some other people who are using that or, or other platforms that I've been able to leverage to kind of really market my listings, market myself at a very low cost. Okay. So talk to me about a play-by-play. -play. If you were to write a book, right? And someone's listening to this in Tupelo, Mississippi, and they're like, I want to do like that Ivan guy did. I want to start by just talking about a house that sold, even though I had nothing to do with it, by somebody and Tupelo, you're not going to have JLo buying a house, but you're going to have, you know, you could have the president of the, the dairy plan or something, right? Bought a house and you're going to do a video about that. 
get whatever information you can. How are you give, tell us, give us a play by play, how you could take that within a five year period, like you did and, and bringing up to $50 million in business and, and crushing it. So first of all, it's like a mindset thing. So you have to, uh, you know, I just went to a conference and they talked about how video is not something you should, you should do. It's like, you have to do video. If not, you're going to be out of business in the next three to five years. I think really actually starting, even if it's just with a phone. I mean, I used to do it with a camcorder that I had bought from Best Buy for like $400. I mean, iPhones now, you can do so much with an iPhone. You can buy uh, a stand for your iPhone. You can connect a mic to your iPhone. You can have a light ring and add that to your iPhone as well. And it's so easy to just literally, I would stand up in front of a house and just talk about it. I would talk about, obviously, know your facts, have your information correct, and then just be able to really, I would always say, try to practice it as much as you can so it's, it doesn't sound scripted and sounds as authentic as possible, and then just do it. And what I used to do was I would film it on my camcorder, I would take it to my computer, and I'm, I'm a Mac person, I've always been a Mac person, and so there's a program called iMovie that I still have and I still use occasionally. It's super easy, super simple, and I would just throw it in there, start cutting up and editing, and I actually went to YouTube. I remember going to YouTube and trying to search um, how to edit, how to add music, how to add in transitions, how to add in additional video. And so then I would just then use that information, go on my iMovie, and then edit these videos within an hour and a half. And it would take me about an hour to shoot it, go back to my office, edit it within an hour and a half, and I would have like these little bits and pieces of video that I could put on my YouTube. At the time, Instagram wasn't such a big thing, and I would put them, or um, like Vimeo, but I would put them on Facebook, and I would put them on YouTube, and then I would send them out through my newsletters. And so that's kind of how I got it started. And nowadays, I mean, all of our videos that we do, they go on Instagram, on the Instagram wall, and then they go on an Instagram story. And then they go on Facebook wall, and then my business Facebook, and then the business and personal Facebook stories, and then they go on YouTube, and then they go on Vimeo, and then they go on my website, and then they go on my blog, and then they go on my newsletter, and then they go on my bomb bomb. And these are all, most of these portals are all, this, you know, And this is all the same portals. story, right? All the same story. And then we also extract the data, the, the voice, and we also put it on a podcast. So I want it out there, you know, and most of these, like I said, most of these portals are, are free. You know, I do, um, with Facebook and with Instagram, I do promote and try to get more viewership from my videos. That's something that I do all the time. But most of these are completely free. You know, your blog, your website. Okay, so give, give us an idea. And, and guys, I want you to, to, to put this on point five speed and listen to all of those portals that he just mentioned. And write them all down and create some content and, and put them all exactly like he said. So next, I want you to tell us, Ivan, if you don't mind, like give us an idea of the content you might do today that would go on all those portals. For example, um, one of the, for me, it's like, a, I love technology. So anything about home tech, the kitchen of the future, the bathroom of the future, the garage of the future, you know, uh, right now voice automation is very, it's such a big thing right now with Alexa. Um, for me, it's technology. So what we just filmed actually yesterday was about the kitchen of the future, the bathroom of the future, and the pool of the future. And then I usually shoot, we, the real estate minute, we usually shoot it in one day for two months of content, and then we release it weekly. 
And then we also talked about the future of transportation in Los Angeles. So Elon Musk is building his tunnels underneath uh, the Los Angeles basin so that we can get from one part of town to the next a lot quicker. And then Uber has going to, they're going to have their Uber drones that are going to take people from one side of town to the next. And then also with self-driving vehicles and how that's going to be integrated into our Los Angeles transportation system within the next three to five years and how that's going to affect real estate. So I always bring it back to real estate, but then I do things that interest me. And then I think those are all intriguing. Like any of those topics, I would watch the whole video. Like now you got me so curious, like what's the pool of the future look like? Um, so it's a pool that pretty much it's, you can either, it pushes up or pushes down. Like if you, let's say it's, it's the winter time and you live in a place where you don't need a pool, the pool literally comes up and then it becomes pretty much like a, you could use it as a basketball court and the, and the water is all stored underneath. I've never seen one of those here in Los Angeles. All of our pools are not that fancy yet, but it's literally a pool that just comes up and comes down and the water literally flows to the side, goes underneath and it gets stored underneath. And then the top could just be, you could paint it either as a tennis court or a basketball court, or just use it like as additional entertainment space, which I think is freaking awesome. What about the kitchen? So the kitchen of the future is pretty much with countertops, self-cleaning countertops. Like I'm a messy cook. So I can only imagine. What, like, what does it disintegrate? Does it yeah, disintegrate yeah. everything? I, pretty much it's supposed to like, it's seep, it's like porous. So it's like seeps down through, I guess, whatever stone it, I don't think it's stone. It's like a man-made material, but it seeps down. I think, I mean, if it's big chunks of things, I doubt that that's going to happen. I think when they talk about that, it's more like if you drop liquids or things like that and then seep down and then there's a glaze that comes on top of it, which kind of cleans it all up. But I mean, that was one of the topics that we talked about. I mean, a refrigerator that, which I think we already have, which orders anything that if you're missing eggs, milk, dairy, whatever, I mean, dairy is milk, but like meat, whatever it might be, it orders it from you, for you from Amazon. So you'll just come home and whatever you use the day before, you'll have it on your doorstep. That way you can kind of just replenish what you've, you've used in your refrigerator. Yeah. And, and even if it's perishable, they just enter a code and, and, and walk in and put it in your fridge because they're not going to steal anything because you got 85 cameras in your house, which are cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. Exactly. You know, that, that, that's awesome. Okay. So, and, and guys, here's, here's a way to get a ton of, of content. Just go to his, uh, just follow Ivan everywhere. Go to his YouTube channel and just like, uh, steal yeah, his ideas copy you know? my stuff i tell you <laughs> that all the time i you know there's a, a friend of mine she she's out in agora it's about like an hour and a half from here and i said just copy whatever i do i really don't care just copy whatever i do just kind of put your kind of pizzazz and your personality into it and make it your own but you know the the content's there just recycle it tribeofmillionaires.com Guys, write that down. Rockstar Nation got a free special offer for you. Now, I've just written a book, and it's just been published. Co-authored it with David Osborne, who's been on this show multiple times. If you don't know David, he is one of the top execs at Keller Williams Real Estate. Was personally mentored for the last two decades by Gary Keller himself. And he's in all kinds of businesses. His bio and explanation and, and everything is in this book. But anyways, David and I got together. We decided to write a book. We called it Tribe of Millionaires. And I guarantee you, it's going to change your life. To find out more, just go to tribeofmillionaires.com. We're going to give it to you absolutely free. 
Only thing we ask in return is, of course, number one, you pay the shipping. Not a big deal. But number two, that you go on Amazon and write us a review. We're really looking to get an incredible amount of reviews. And because of that, we're giving this book away for free. Go to tribeofmillionaires.com today. That's awesome. So let's talk about the future of real estate. Um, what do you see in the future of real estate for real estate agents? Because, you know, this listener base is all agents. So I'm just curious, like, and, and it can be a complete guess. Like, what do you see changing um, with how realtors conduct their business? I definitely feel with, this is something I've been thinking about for, I think, years now, the last two to three years. I'm always thinking three to five years ahead of what I can do to kind of stay on top of things and sort of on top of tech, on top of, you know, customer service. I definitely feel that in the next kind of couple years, you know, with technology, automation, all these like new website iBuyers where you can, you know, buy a property with the push of a button. I mean, we had Purple Brick here for a while. They're now out of Los Angeles. Um, but I feel like it's going to really be a customer service-based business. Um, for me, it's been very important just to really, as soon as I get a new client, just really make sure that I create an experience with that client, not only if they're buying a home during the buyer process, but also during the escrow process. And then after that. And so right now, actually what I'm doing with my assistant is during the buyer process, when they're in escrow or with the seller, what can we do each step of the process where we can do something as small as a nice handwritten note where it says, you know, you've now removed all buyer contingencies. Congratulations. You're now a step ahead, you know, little things like that, that might, create that experience or that feeling. Um, I'm pretty sure you know this, but you know, for me, uh, something that I picked up years ago that I, that resonates with me is that people sometimes don't, what is it? People don't hear what you say or they, they'll, they'll remember what you, what is it? How um, you make them feel. How you make them feel. Yeah. Exactly. So if we can make our clients feel very special throughout the process at all times and even after, you know, I, there's a couple companies out there that I can't recall the names of because we're not using them yet, but they'll send clients little gifts throughout the process. You know, it's like little items that just yeah. show that you're there and that you care. And I think for us moving forward in our business, it's going to be a very touch customer service-based business or else some of these other, you know, businesses that are out there, real estate companies are going to take a lot of our market share. And so we need to fight for our market share and just be more touch and with our clients so that they know that we're there the entire step of the way, not just before the transaction, but during and then after. Just follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. Yeah, I think the consumer will have a choice. You, you know, pretty much now they don't have a choice, right? Like you want to buy a house or get into a house, you need a real estate agent. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? But I think in the future they'll have a choice. I think in the future you're going to have, you know, you can, you can, you know, get the code and walk in yourself because they're going to be able to see you in camera on camera and, and you're going to be able to, to go online and, and negotiate through a computer, just like you do on eBay where you negotiate right. for some, some assigned autograph baseball or something. You're going to be able to do that for a house, just like eBay, no doubt about it and not use a realtor um, and save the money or you're going to pay the money, Right you know, it's not the seller, or the buyer going to pay the money, you, whatever, whoever the consumer is pays, right? If you're using a buyer agent, you pay the buyer agent. If you're using a seller agent, you're paying the seller agent. You're going to pay the money 
and get that personal touch. And I think it's going to be like 50-50. I think half of the people are just going to do it themselves and save the money. Right. And the half are going to, you know, want to use a human being. And the competition for that human being is going to be so much higher. And the more you do things like Ivan does, right, where you're ultra special and extraordinary, the more they're going to come to you. It's going to be more like a, a, a lawyer, right? Like the yeah. lawyer, the best lawyer gets more business because yeah. everyone says he's the best. Yeah. And I look at it like those high end, you know, there's so many high end hotels out there and they just, they create that experience from the moment that you walk in through the door to when you check in to when you see your room for the first time to the service that's provided to you during the whole time that you're there. And even when you leave, you know, they give you, they, they give you this feeling of like, wow, like, you know, it's, I definitely want to come back to this again. It, it was, you know, some of these hotels are just in, you know, you pay a ridiculous amount of money, but you're paying for that experience. You know, that's things that you don't forget. Absolutely. And, and people will pay. It's like, a, I talked to a guy that owns a limousine company. I was like, dude, is your limousine business down? And he's like, no, he's like, people will, people still pay to, to have that service of a limousine just because there's Uber out there doesn't mean that they don't want you know, someone waiting for them, they don't want all this leg room and they don't want this, you know, first class sort of service. All right. I think the same thing is going to be with real estate agents. I agree. I agree. Do the math. It's worth every single dollar. This is a quote from Mr. Bill Reed, who took my certified listing agent program. He says, looking to take your listing presentation to the next level. Listen, I've closed 100% of the appointments since I took Pat Hyben's certified listing agent. Five appointments, five new clients in 60 days. Do the math. It's worth every single dollar. Now you can get the certified listing agent course. You can get the certified buyer agent course, which tells you how to close every single buyer that calls in if you want them. You get the certified team agent course, which teaches you how to build a dynamite team like Jeff Cohn, who teaches the course. It's like a 10-hour course from Omaha, Nebraska, Berkshire Hathaway's top agent, and seven other courses. Total of 11 courses, all five-star rated, only 97 bucks a month. If you paid for them individually on the website, they would cost over $10,000. And we are running a special now at futureofrealestatetraining.com where you can get them for $97 a month. That's all you can eat, $97 a month, all these courses. That's futureofrealestatetraining.com, futureofrealestatetraining.com. Check it out. Okay, so let's talk about your team. You built a team and then you tore it down. Tell me about that. Tore it down. So about two years ago, I, um, I was, you know, a little overworked. I wasn't taking any type of vacations. I was starting to really stress out and burn out. And, uh, you know, I did have my assistant. I had a marketing coordinator and a transaction coordinator. And I just realized, like, I just, I can't do all the open houses. I can't do all the showings. Um, and the only way I can build the team is obviously by building a team. And so for me at the time, it was, you know, let's just add some bodies. It was all about the bodies. If they look like they want to work, if they seem ambitious, um, I give everybody the disc profile. And even though I gave the team members that I had the disc profile that didn't fit the disc that I wanted, I still thought, well, they seem very eager and hungry. 
And I, you know, someone gave me an opportunity once upon a time. So I want to do the same for them. And that's what I did. And so I think it was a big learning process. As many podcasts as I listened to, as many books as I read, as many mentors as I talked to about, okay, how should our weekly meetings be? How much time should I allocate to each member during the week so that they know that I'm there? How much, you know, how much marketing expenses should, should I give them? Like, should I pay for all their training? Should I do this? Should I do that? And even though I had, I think, all the help in the world, I think I had to go through that process to really figure out what worked and what didn't and what would work for my team and what wouldn't. And so, you know, I, like I said, I added three bodies. They were great people. We still, even though we decided to part ways, um, we're still really good friends, but I definitely learned a lot of things that, you know, personality things. I'm still considered a millennial, but you know, I think for millennials everywhere, um, and I, I don't want to like generalize, but you know, we kind of want, you know, instant return, right? If we go to a networking event, we want a client right away. We want to meet a buyer or a seller. And, you know, I've, I think my upbringing and also like my road to, I would call it my success has been through a lot of hard work and a lot of making mistakes and ups and downs. And I think the right, the team members that I chose were probably not the right team members for me. Doesn't mean that they're not the right team members for someone else, but I think it all came down to, you know, what is Ivan's brand? What do I want to show the world? Um, what is, you know, are we all have the same ethical background and, you know, our, the way that we treat our clients. And so I think just going through those two years, I learned a lot. And so I had to kind of just let it all go and kind of take one step back and so that I can take a leap forward. And pretty much that's what I'm doing now. I have a great team member that, which is going to, he's going to join my team starting on Thursday and I'm going to continue interviews. And it's now not just about adding bodies, but really adding value to the team, which I know then will add value to all of our clients. So, so how are you going to use what you learned? How are you going to use your new lesson, uh, which is obviously, you know, you know, spend more time making sure these people are a right fit, right? That they're mini Ivans or, or can be molded into an Ivan. Like, what are you doing different now that people listening can learn from? I think as a team leader, our buyers agents, listing agents, whoever might be part of our team, they look at us as their mentor. And even though I felt, okay, we had a weekly meeting and we talked about what was going on. And I kind of, throughout the week, I would send them, oh, check out this video podcast or check out this about negotiation or marketing or ethic you know, not knowing if they actually listened to it or not. I think I could have spent a lot more time really training them, even if it was just, you know, once a week for an hour, really training them on one subject. That way I could build the team that I wanted. I think sometimes we spend so much time thinking and assuming that other people know what we know, and then we get caught up in our business with our sellers and our buyers, and that we really forget to, for, to remember that my team, they're my clients as well. So I have to make sure that, you know, are, do they feel comfortable enough with negotiating on this deal? Do they need more training here? I think I could have maybe listened a little bit more instead of just assuming that, well, you know, they're, they know what they're doing. They're going to the office meetings. We have our own office meeting in-house. I'm sending them videos and scripts throughout the week. And I'm just assuming that they're actually reading them and listening to them and not really knowing if they actually did it or not. So I think just being a little bit more hands-on and being more of 
They're you know, if you put them on Wistia, you can, um, you can, if you use Wistia and, and just, you know, cheap monthly fee, but it, it'll show you how much of them Wistia. they watched. And let me yeah. see. What, how do you spell that? Uh, w I S T I A. Wistia, and it Wistia. shows you, you know, if they watch the whole thing, oh, I love know, it. all that stuff. Yeah. Well, there we go. Spy on them. Just picked up a little nugget here. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so um, uh, let's talk a, a little bit about technology. So what, what technology are you using now uh, to help your clients and uh, to help you do the business that you're doing? Um, we're using several things, but I think the biggest one that I, I have found like the most valuable is Folio. So Folio, um, the biggest, I guess, for my buyers and my sellers was they, they, I want to be as transparent with them as much as possible. And so if they can see what we're seeing and, and they know exactly what the timelines are, and even though I, you know, every client, every time we go into a transaction, they get a form from me with all the timelines. This is what's going on. You know, I don't know if they read them all the time, but I think Folio kind of really keeps them in the loop of what's going on. And, you know, it kind of, I think, takes away that anxiety and that stress of like, okay, what, what form do I need? Has this been done yet? Okay, when are my contingencies supposed to be removed from on the buyer side? I mean, not on the buyer side, on the inspections or the loan or the title or where are we at? I mean, I can add notes. So I think that really adds a level of transparency, which kind of eases the whole process and makes it a lot easier for my clients. So it's a contract to close software? Yep, Folio. Yeah, you can get it through Gmail and it's fairly inexpensive and I mean, super easy to use. Okay, awesome. And so let's talk about your 60% of your business is coming from agent referrals. What are some advice you could give the listeners, you know, who want to get more agent referrals? So uh, for agent referrals, I, at the, the end of the year, I always put a plan together of, okay, how many, like for Douglas Salmon, we have offices up and down the coast in California, out in New York out in Florida, um, Colorado and Aspen. Um, and so I always put a plan, how many times do I want to go to each office and do a presentation? So twice a year, I'll go to New York. Twice a year, I'll go to Miami, South Florida, so Miami or Fort Lauderdale. Um, once a year, I'll go to Aspen. Once a year, I'll go down to San Diego. And I'll put together a presentation about what's going on in the current Los Angeles real estate market, I mean, I usually, because of all the videos that I do, I'll put together a community video where I'll talk about a community, go through the restaurants, I'm walking through it with the drones, um, make it kind of fun for people to watch. And that gives me a really good opportunity to meet all the agents during the office meeting. And it, it shows them as I'm, you know, I'm the expert of the Los Angeles area. So if you're looking for, you know, to send your clients to, to Los Angeles, I'm your point of contact. So really going out there to those offices and really, you know, going on the ground and meeting everybody. I think that's a really big thing. And then the second part to that is, you know, getting their email, getting their phone number. Um, I use contactually to kind of keep track of all the people that I know. And they're also in a newsletter. They, I have them on an, on an agent to agent newsletter that goes out once a month. It's fairly simple. It's in three parts. It talks about what's going on in Los Angeles market. I'll include my real estate minute of, of, the, of the month. And then at the end, I'll put um, one of my featured listings. And it's fairly simple, you know, subject title. This is, you know, your element luxury, luxury uh, newsletter number seven, send it off. And that kind of, you know, it keeps, keeps the conversation going month after month. So that way they won't forget me after, you know, we initially meet. 
Yeah, that's great. And, and how many agents would you say you have on that newsletter list? I have about 2,500. That's great. And, and yeah. you know, I, I don't care where you live. People are always curious what markets are like in other areas. And I think the key is probably just to be honest with them. And if it's down, tell them it's down. You know, don't just paint a rosy picture uh, no matter what the time is. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's what we do. We're very, I've always, I, I'm not a New Yorker, but I'm very blunt in how I do my business. I feel like it's, you know, better just give them, you know, give, give the information just straight out instead of kind of sugarcoating things or circling around the airport. So, I mean, we do that with our newsletters. We do that with our business. I mean, it, you know, really cuts on time. And I think people, especially now, really appreciate that because it'll take you away from that being that salesperson to more of like a trusted advisor fiduciary for them, which they really trust and appreciate. And then what type of referral fee do you pay? I pay 25% referral fee. I mean, I think it's all, you know, I think it's, uh, I've had agents ask me for 30, 35% on their side, you know, depends on the agent and depends on the amount of business that's coming through. If they're sending me three to four referrals a year, sure, I'll, I'll pay you a little bit more because you're, you're, you're thinking of me constantly. If you're not, then, you know, I'll probably keep it at 25%. And then how do you follow up with agents, right? How are you different than just them referring it to any agent in your area? Because there's tons of them. Yeah, I, well, for me... On with it's the the newsletter. It's going to the offices once or twice a year. There's also uh, I mean, company, like after you get the referral, like let's say let's say I send you a referral. Are you how do you keep me uh, posted play by play? Oh, got it, got it. So I'm always from the beginning. I always ask the agent, how involved do you want to be? Do you want to know everything? Like, do you want me to CC you on every email? Do you want to just kind of know once we start removing contingencies? Do you want me to let you know what's going on there? Or there's some agents who just say, no, 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 just here's the client, you handle it, you just call me when we close and when can I, when I can expect my check. And so they'll get a check, a nice handwritten note, I'll send them a little gift as well. Um, so it all just depends on the other agent because some agents are so busy, they don't want to be seed on everything, you know, all 500,000 emails will probably go back and forth between myself and the other agent and, you know, escrow and title and, and all the fun people that are involved in the party. Yeah, that's right. I mean, but it, it, but I'm sure it's nice, you know, to be followed up during the process before you sell them a house, right? Because a lot of referrals I've sent in the past, I never hear anything. And then suddenly a year later, I get, hey, I sold them a house. I'm like, oh, damn, you know. Um, but it's always nice when an agent responds, you know, on a six-week basis or something. Hey, just want to let you know, you know, I followed up four times. They've, they're not ready yet, blah, 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 blah. You know, so you know they're still on the ball. Exactly. I, I mean, I do the same with my clients. If I'm sending one of my prestige clients to New York and they're buying a property, I just want to make sure that I know that they're being taken care of like I would be, you know, like I would take care of them here. Yeah, yeah. All right, Ivan. So let's wrap this up with your free gift. As you know, everybody that comes on the show brings a free gift. Guys, I'm going to put this on hybendigital.com, Ivan Estrada and the number two because he, this is his second time. Ivan Estrada, E-S-T-R-A-D-A, -A, the number two. What's your free gift today? So I, Element had me going around all the offices as the, the video guy um, and do a big presentation on pretty much from A to Z. If you're not doing video, how to get started from what type of equipment to use from, you know, your phone to buy the right camcorder to buying the right microphone, the right lighting to the right editing process 
to the right software, to the type of portals where, you know, you can put in, which I explained a little earlier about the YouTube and, you know, your Instagram, your blog, um, your website, your bomb bomb, whatever else that you're using, how to actually get them out and syndicate them um, either paid or unpaid. Awesome. Awesome guys. So he's going to give that PowerPoint to us and you guys can flip through it. You can print it out. You can follow it along. It'll be on Ivan Estrada, the number two, hybendigital.com, access Ivan Estrada, the number two, or you could get it with the toolbox, which you'll have the gifts of everybody else who's come on the show, and that's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox, or just text the word toolbox to 444-999. I'm also going to put all of Ivan's links, guys. This is important because, dude, 60% of his business is coming from agent referrals. If you got a referral in the LA area, this is the guy to go to. So I'm going to put all his links, all his social media contacts so you can follow him along, watch what he's doing and emulate it. Ivan, this has been a blast, buddy. I appreciate you coming back. I am glad we got to get reconnected now that we know that we've done this before. (laughs) I knew you back when I was just looking at your picture and it's a much different uh, Ivan. Yeah, we've we've grown up a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right boss well it's great uh, to see you and uh, I, if i'm ever in la i'll, I'll definitely look you up and we'll get together great. and break some bread perfect sounds good all right bye as a member of the rock star nation you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox, full of items of utility simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox that's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999 that's toolbox to 444-999 Rockstar Nation, thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Listen, I need a favor. If you find this free content helpful, if you find our downloadable items from each guest helpful, please, I need you to pull out your pointing finger. Yes, the one finger that points at people and hit subscribe. Yes, subscribe. The more subscribers we get, the better we look in the ratings and the easier it is to get guests like Robert Kiyosaki, Barbara Corcoran, all the players that are on a million dollar listing in the different cities. All that stuff makes it easier the more subscribers we get. So please subscribe. And listen, there's a lot of places you can leave comments. There's a lot of places you can like. We're on Facebook. We have an Instagram page. Instagram page is I am Pat Hyben. The Facebook is Real Estate Rockstars Radio. Feel free to leave us comments there. The most popular form of commenting seems to happen on YouTube. Yes, for whatever reason, it's a very open environment. So just go to YouTube and go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio and leave us comments there. Some of them we will read on the show. 
and we love your feedback. So thanks, guys, and I hope you are having a great day. Oh, and also, listen, if you're going to subscribe and you haven't already left us a, a review on iTunes, please do that too. Have a great day, and thanks so much, Rockstar Nation. I really appreciate you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.